0: Welcome back to the Homemakers and Business podcast. You are listening to episode number 32, How to Use Canva for Your Small Business, A Brand Designer's Take. So in this episode, I talk about the heated debate of Canva among the design community, the difference between Canva and Adobe Creative Cloud, how I personally use Canva with my brand design clients and within my own business, and I also touch on why you can't create trademark logos in Canva and just so much more. Some other episode highlights are why some designers love Canva and others hate it, the difference between a brand designer and a graphic designer. I answer the question, is it worth it to pay for Canva Pro and is Canva as good as Adobe? Also cover how not to use Canva in your business, the best Canva features, why Canva is a great designer client collaboration tool, and loads more. So let's dive right in. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Homemakers and Business Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Duke. I'm a dedicated wife, homesteader, and brand and website designer here to encourage fellow legacy minded homemakers on their entrepreneurial journey. In this podcast, we're not just talking business, we're exploring the art of blending homemaking and entrepreneurship. From candid chats with other homemakers in business to motivating solo episodes, each week you'll find something to inspire you along your way to building a business that truly aligns with your values and dreams. Whether you're stepping into the world of entrepreneurship for the first time or are a seasoned business owner, you're in good company. Expect real conversations, actionable advice, and a friendly space where you're not just a listener, but a member of our supportive community. By the end of each episode, you'll be inspired, encouraged, and empowered to step confidently toward your life and business goals. So grab your favorite drink, get cozy, and let's get started. So Canva is a hot topic amongst designers. Some love it, some hate it, and very few are neutral about it. Those that love it embrace it as a forward-thinking, collaborative tool that makes our lives as designers easier and more efficient. However, those who hate it worry that Canva is taking jobs away from the design community, among other worries. I personally love Canva. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. It is a fabulous addition to my toolkit as a brand and web designer. And that's the kicker, though. It is simply a single tool in my design arsenal. It cannot replace every other design software I use, such as Adobe and ShowIt, It complements those tools and makes the collaboration process with clients and other designers so much easier. That said, I can commiserate with the designers who are wary of Canva. If someone's design business is built on the foundation that they are the only one who can design social media graphics, pitch decks, email graphics, and other templated designs for their clients, they may lose a little business to the DIY business owner. However, in that case, they're probably not losing a long term client. Business owners who are looking to pay as little as possible for creative services are generally not great clients. I do believe that all design businesses can benefit from utilizing Canva though. Some just may need to restructure their business offerings to still make a profit from their graphic design clients. Now let's talk a little bit about the difference between a brand designer and a graphic designer canva is a graphic design tool not a brand or website design tool to better understand this difference let's explore what a brand designer is and what a graphic designer is their exact roles all that good stuff so to start a brand designer is always a graphic designer but a graphic designer isn't necessarily a brand designer graphic design is all about visual communication it's not art. It's not science. It's a visual communication method used to get a message across to a target audience. Graphic design is quite literally everywhere. It is social media, merchandise, books, movie posters, pitch decks, PDFs, ad panners, and quite literally everything you lay your eyes on that has some kind of graphic visual communication to it. That is graphic design. It literally makes up our entire visual world as far as print and digital design go. Brand design, however, is the creation of a brand's visual identity. A brand designer will take a client's brand strategy and translate it into a comprehensive visual identity toolkit. This includes logos, typography selections, color palettes, iconography, illustrations, patterns, and more custom graphic elements. A business's brand identity dictates what its graphic marketing materials will look like. Without brand identities, businesses would run the risk of all looking the same and not being able to stand out in the marketplace. So you may be wondering, how does this even apply to the conversation about Canva? So Canva's purpose is to create graphic design pieces, not brand identities. You should use Canva to create social media graphics, t-shirt designs, business cards, PDF lead magnets, website ad graphics, and other templatable, is that even a word, templatable, design work for marketing purposes. Brand identities, however, need to be created in more advanced design software such as Adobe Illustrator. You would then bring that brand identity into Canva to apply to your graphic design materials. So this leads us kind of perfectly into the next section. Is it worth it to pay for Canva Pro? You may have just heard my cat. She just ran in here and started meowing. That was really cute. Anyway, is it worth it to pay for Canva Pro? If you are running a business, it is absolutely worth it to pay for Canva Pro. With the free version of Canva, you get some pretty great features, but Canva Pro just takes it up a notch. It makes everything so much easier and faster. Let's get a little technical for a second and talk about what features you get with the free version versus the pro version. So what you get with the free version of Canva is the easy drag and drop editor, obviously, 1 million plus professionally designed templates, 1000 plus design tops, talking about like social posts and email graphics, stuff like that. 3 million plus stock photos and graphics, AI generated writing and designs, design printing and delivery and five gigabytes of cloud storage. Now what you get with Canva Pro is everything on the free plan, plus unlimited premium templates, 100 million plus photos, videos, graphics, and audio, 100 brand kits to manage your brand, magic switch to quickly resize and translate designs, remove backgrounds in a click, 20 plus AI tools, Plan and schedule social content. This is a newer feature and I haven't tried it out yet, but I'm really excited to. Just a little tangent there. One terabyte of cloud storage, major upgrade from a few gigabytes. And then 24-7 customer support. So the one thing I want to point out in the features list for Canva Pro is the brand kits. This is my favorite feature of Canva and why I'm so obsessed with it. Brand kits allow you to upload your brand identity and easily apply it to any template in Canva. You have your logos, icons, fonts, colors, photos, and even messaging all in one place. This makes it so stinking easy to stay quote unquote on brand, no matter who is creating design work for your business. Not to mention, you never have to go hunting for your brand style guide just to find one pesky color code. Ask me how I know about that. So yes, Canva Pro is 100% worth the small investment to save you hours applying your brand identity to any free premium or paid templates you may buy. Okay, now that you understand the difference between graphic design and brand design, and you know a little bit about Canva Free versus Pro, let's talk a little more in depth about how not to use Canva. So for starters, you can't use Canva to create custom brand elements. Remember that brand design is the creation of custom design assets like logos, icons, patterns, textures, and illustrations, as well as the curation of typography, color palettes, and even photography style. If you look under the elements section on a Canva design, you'll see loads of publicly available illustrations, icons, shapes, frames, gradients, and other design elements that you can customize with your brand colors. However, None of these elements were created in Canva, not a one. All of the graphic elements have to be designed in professional design software such as Adobe Illustrator before they can be uploaded to Canva for public use. With that said, please do not try to create custom brand elements inside of Canva. It won't work. This isn't to say that Canva won't eventually come out with features that allow this to be possible. But as of now in February of 2024, this just isn't the intended use for Canva, So don't even try it. The next thing you can't do in Canva is create trademarked logos. This is a really hotly debated topic among small business owners because Canva is pretty well known for having logo templates that are free to use. You can't trademark those free logos. So let's get into it. Logos are a separate item from brand elements. They are meant to quickly identify a business in any application. So think of the McDonald's M-Arch, the Nike Swoosh, Baskin-Robbins Hidden 31 and their wordmark. So these elements are, like I said, meant to quickly identify a business. The examples that I just gave, I'm almost certain you can think of what those look like in your head and you know the brands that they're associated with. So Registering a trademark gives you the exclusive right to use that mark to distinguish your goods and services from other businesses. As your business grows, the need to trademark your logo becomes more and more important. So the Nike Swoosh, no one else can use that. If they do, Nike's going to come after them with all their expensive lawyers and you're going to lose. So this is the whole point of getting a trademark is to be able to protect your brand and therefore your business. The only way to create a trademarkable logo in Canva is to use fonts and basic shapes like lines, circles, and squares. And y'all, with hundreds of millions, that is hundreds of millions of businesses operating worldwide, it's going to be extremely difficult to create a unique logo using basic shapes and stock fonts because that's kind of the basic place that everybody starts. Canva's own website even states... Canva's logo templates are customizable and can be used by anyone. This means that your rights to the logo are non-exclusive and you can't register it as a trademark. Using a logo template is a great way to create a logo if you're just starting out and you're not worried about having exclusive rights. If you don't have the time or budget to design a unique logo, it's a quick and easy way to create basic branding for your products and services. Now. Even as a brand designer, I highly recommend going the DIY logo route when you first start your business, if you don't have the funds to invest in a professional brand identity. It will get you by for the first year or two while you grow your company and get more clarity around your long-term business goals. However, as you grow your business, you need to be saving up to invest in a professionally designed brand identity. This will make any trademarking you want to do way easier. Next thing on the list of what you cannot do in Canva, you can't create a professional website in Canva. So Canva does have a website creator, and it is not intended for businesses that need advanced features like a blog, SEO settings, or even multiple pages. You can literally only create a single page website in Canva, which means it acts as more of an online PDF brochure than a true website. And the general purpose of a website is to get your target audience on your digital home so you can sell, educate, entertain, whatever it is you're trying to do 24-7 without you actually having to be the one doing it. Your website is there to sell for you. And a website is a business's biggest online asset, way more than your social media is. And a website built in Canva simply isn't an asset. You can't collect valuable data like visitor demographics or page visits, and you can't create additional content that would help boost your site and search results. I love Canva. Let me say it again. I love Canva. But I would just opt to leave the website builder alone. If you're looking for an easy to use true website builder, I recommend show it its interface will be very familiar to Canva users. So the learning curve isn't quite as steep as other website building platforms like Squarespace or WordPress. All right, now let's answer the question. Is Canva as good as Adobe? If you are a newer business owner, or you're a non creative professional, you may not even know what Adobe is. But I think most people use at least Adobe Acrobat for PDFs and stuff. So You should have some familiarity with the brand, but much like graphic design and brand design, Canva and the Adobe product suite serve different purposes and audiences. It's not as simple as saying one is better than the other. Adobe is the global leader in software for all creative professionals. They house a massive suite of powerful tools, including, but not limited to, Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign, Acrobat, uh, Premiere Pro, and After Effects. And this is all known as the Adobe Creative Cloud. So when you sign up, you get all of these tools. It's like 20 plus tools or something like that. It's a lot. So these tools are used to create visuals from scratch and achieve the most advanced creative techniques in their respective fields. Canva, however, is primarily a marketing design tool geared towards small business owners, marketing professionals, and educators. So they boast millions of templates for everything from digital to print marketing. It is designed to make visual marketing and graphic design easier for businesses and educational institutions. So to answer the question, is Canva as good as Adobe? Yes, it is, although what it does is very different from adobe their mission statement even says canva is an online design and visual communication platform with a mission to empower everyone in the world to design anything and publish anywhere they had over 110 million monthly users as at the end of 2022 so i'd say they're well on their way to achieving their mission you want a lifestyle first business that allows you to focus on your family your personality and aligns with your values. A well rounded, thoughtful brand identity supports that desire. Your brand is a combination of your visuals, messaging, customer service, and ultimately your reputation. You can control three out of four of those elements. Get clear on your messaging. So why your company exists, what it does and who it helps. Decide how you will support your customers and clients well, and wrap it all up in a strategic visual brand identity your five-star reputation will follow suit. Brand identity design is the backbone of all other design and therefore marketing decisions in your business. A cohesive brand identity gives you all the tools you need to market your business to the right audience and create on-brand products that sell. You can have a thoughtful, beautiful brand without all the headaches you think it'll take you to get there. My process is simple, straightforward, and fun you'll walk away from this experience feeling prepared, organized, and confident that your brand represents you and your business in the best light possible. So head to stephanieduke.co forward slash brand design service, or simply click the link in the show notes to learn more. When you're ready, book a free 30 minute consultation call to get your custom quote. You can keep feeling like a visual hot mess express, or you can simplify your life by getting a cohesive brand identity that supports the trajectory of your business and life. I look forward to supporting you. All right, so I said that Adobe is the leader for all creative professionals, and Canva is more of a marketing design tool. So what can you actually create with both of them? So as mentioned, Adobe products such as Illustrator are primarily used for creating design elements from scratch. You absolutely can create everything in the Adobe Creative Cloud that you can in Canva, but Adobe products really shine with from scratch recipes while Canva is more of like a meal kit service. As a brand and website designer, I primarily work in Adobe Illustrator, which is a vector based platform, meaning everything I create in it can be scaled up without losing quality or becoming pixelated. This is where I design entire brand identities and additional brand elements. You can use a combination of Adobe Creative Cloud's 20 plus apps to create quite literally anything you can dream of from animation to video to product and web design, but Here's how I personally use Adobe Creative Cloud on a daily basis. I use Illustrator to create custom logos, icons, patterns, textures, illustrations, custom GIF artwork, or GIF, however you say it. Um, I use it to create advanced custom graphics and to explore typography selections. I use Photoshop for advanced image editing and GIFs. I use InDesign for large documents like Uh, books, and PDF coursework. I use After Effects for GIFs and other animation needs. And I use Premiere Pro for advanced video editing. All right, so what can we create in Canva? In Canva, you can create any template-based design you can think of. I personally use it to create social media templates for Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, just because those are the primary platforms that I'm on. Uh, Pinterest graphics, PDF lead magnet designs, website graphics, not actual websites, but like small graphics to go on the website, blog graphics, presentations and documents like brand guidelines or proposals, and client mood boards. That's really the extent of what I create in Canva, but I create a lot of that over and over and over again. So it's super useful to have my templates ready to go in Canva for me. Now I want to brag about some of the best Canva features. So in addition to the actual designs you can create in Canva, there are a ton of features I love about it. So here's just a few. First thing is the media search feature. So inside each Canva design is a search bar off to the left side. I think you may can find it on the homepage too. I'm not certain if I'm not looking at it. Anyway, let's say I want to find a specific image I uploaded of a laptop but I can't remember what I named that file. I could man- manually search by scrolling, or I could use the keyword laptop to find it in every other image I've uploaded that contains a laptop. This is incredibly helpful and saves me a ton of time when I know what image I'm looking for, but I can't think of you know, what I named it. Next, Canva is a cloud-based software. I love my Adobe products so much, I couldn't do my job without them, but the apps themselves and the files are massive. So they take up a huge amount of hard drive space. Canva, however, is a cloud-based software, so I don't have to add additional weight to my already almost maxed out drive because if you're a designer listening, you know that we're always having to clean our drives. (laughs) So this one means I'm saving time and digital space. Next thing is their add on apps. So Canva has an app marketplace so you can add additional features to your Canva account. Some of my personal favorites are the Google Drive edition QR code and magic media. You can add media from your Google Drive account to your designs, easily create QR codes and create text to image AI art. And there are dozens of apps to explore. So this is like really just scratching the surface here. Um, if you're not familiar with how these kind of add-ons work, you can kind of think of it like a Chrome plugin, but for Canva. So next thing is their stock photo and video library. Having in-app access to stock photos and video speeds up my own design process immensely. While I prefer to use custom brand photos for most cases, sometimes a stock image is warranted. It's once again, a major time saver to be able to search for the image or video I need within the Canva browser and not have to open a new tab. Can you tell I'm all about saving time? Next thing is the Canva mobile app. So with Adobe products, you can't, well, I'd say you can't design on mobile, but I'm not gonna be designing a, um, like a logo or complex pattern or anything like that on my phone. I might break out my iPad, for some things. But anyway, the Canva mobile app, I have a love hate relationship with it. It's, <laughs> it's incredibly convenient to be able to create a couple of social media posts while I like wait at the doctor's office for an hour or have just other random pockets of time throughout the day. However, it is a little difficult to use. Maybe it's just me, but the mobile app doesn't seem quite as optimized for small screens as it should be. However, I still love having it as an option. And then finally, I already told you my favorite feature is the brand kits, but it's worth mentioning again. The brand kits in Canva are fan-freaking-tastic. As a designer who often works with the same clients for multiple projects, having the ability to put all of my clients' brand identities into my own Canva account and change them out with the click of a button, it's just the best. It's obviously super convenient to have my own brand identity included too, so I just love it check out the brand kits. If you haven't liked that, that feature alone is totally worth getting the pro uh, pro version of Canva. Adobe products make it easy to share designs between software and with other creative professionals. But it's a little convoluted to share designs directly and quickly with clients. Canva, however, makes collaboration super easy. The best collaboration tool Canva has is shareable links. I can easily share a link with a client and give them very specific actions they can take with that link, whether it's simply viewing, commenting, or editing the design. You can also create template links and public view links, which are useful for making sure you maintain access to the original design if you need to make any revisions or go back. The ability for clients to make real-time comments on designs is incredibly useful for feedback and revisions as well. The brand kit feature makes it easy for clients to maintain brand consistency after our project together is over. I talked about the importance of design consistency in your business in an earlier episode. I will make a note to link that in the show notes because I don't remember what episode that was, but it's a good one. So... (laughs) One of the worst things to see as a brand designer is a client using random fonts and colors and elements and junk after they just spent literally thousands of dollars on a custom brand identity. Like, what are you doing? So in addition to the thorough brand style guides I provide my clients with, the brand kits inside Canva are a constant reminder to them to stick to their brand identity. I say this all the time, but You may get bored using your brand identity because you are seeing it day in and day out on everything you create, but your ideal clients are not going to get tired of it. They're only seeing a single piece of your marketing content maybe once or twice a week if you're lucky, and consumers have to have multiple interactions with a brand to start associating that brand with whatever they're selling, and a consistent visual identity is going to help make that bridge easier for them. I don't like using this analogy all the time, but think again about Nike. Like, you know exactly what they sell. You know how that brand makes you feel. You know who you associate with that brand. Same with Adidas or Apple or McDonald's and any major brand out there. They are visually consistent. They use their logos properly. They use their colors properly. They use their fonts and everything. They use it consistently and they don't deviate from it. And that is why they have become the giant brands that they are. Not the only reason, but it is a massive factor in it. So I just love that Canva really helps make that a lot easier for clients that may struggle to um, avoid shiny off syndrome when it comes to their brand. And then compared to Adobe and most other design software on the market, Canva is relatively affordable for the majority of businesses. If a business owner is willing to learn the platform, it's easily accessible to them, and Canva provides plenty of educational opportunities to learn the platform well. As a designer, I personally love this because it puts the power back in my clients' hands. If they want me to continue designing their social media content, their lead magnets and such after our initial project, they can choose to hire me instead of being forced to pay me simply because the design platform is inaccessible to them like Adobe is for most businesses. All right, the last thing that I want to cover today is the specific ways I use Canva Pro with my clients. So from a brand design project perspective, the first way I use Canva with my clients is through those shareable links I just mentioned. Before a client is even onboarded, I send their project proposal through email as a view-only link from Canva. They will then approve this proposal in Dubsado, then move on to the contract and invoice. Next we have the project organization within Canva. So the folder system within Canva is a fantastic way to stay organized and professional. It's easy for designs to start stacking up and not know where anything is located. Tell, I mean. Tell me how your Canva home screen looks if you already have an account. It's probably pretty wild. So after onboarding a new client, the first thing I do is set up their Canva and Google Drive folders. This ensures I have an easily accessible location for clients and myself to upload and find any documents and assets we need for their projects. A client's Canva project folder is only for me, but it's important for me to stay organized on my end. This folder will end up housing their project proposal, brand strategy presentation, mood board presentation, uh, brand design presentation and brand style guides along with any other project deliverables. And then as I just mentioned, I use Canva to create all my client presentations. For a brand design at minimum, this includes their project proposal, brand strategy, uh, mood board and brand design. These presentations are simply multi-page horizontal documents, kind of comparable to like a PowerPoint presentation. And while Canva does have a built-in recording studio, I prefer to record my presentations with Loom. So my clients always end up with a custom video library full of their presentations and tutorials relevant to their project. So I just find it's best to have all of our videos in one location so I can send them one single link at the end of the project and saying, hey, Here is your custom video library. You can access these videos anytime um, and they're all right here in one place. The final way I use Canva with my brand design clients is the brand kit. For some reason, this part is really satisfying and I always look forward to it. So depending on the client's Canva account status, so whether they've got free or pro or Teams or whatever, I'll either be added to their team temporarily or they share their login with me. And from there, I will upload all of their new logos, fonts, colors, brand photos, illustrations, patterns, and whatever else I created for them to their brand kit. This is always a client favorite because it means all they have to do to start using their new brand identity is simply start creating their marketing materials. I handle the brand design creation and uploading of their assets so they get to immediately start playing with it all without worrying about where everything is. And I also upload all their assets to our shared Google Drive folder as well. This makes it easy for them to share those assets with any additional team members that may not be uh, in their Canva account. All right, in closing, I really hope that this post, or this post, this, what is this, a podcast? Yeah, this is a podcast. Okay. (laughs) So I hope that this podcast gave you some clarity regarding Canva's place in business. It's not a tool that's out to steal designers' jobs, but rather it will make our lives easier if we just embrace it for what it is. I mean, just like AI can't fully replace human intelligence and creativity, neither can Canva. Business owners are always going to need design help. Some will choose to DIY, while others will choose to outsource to designers. And y'all, there is no right or wrong way to do business. My hope in creating this type of content is to show you some optimal ways to use the tools that are at our disposal. So whether you are a designer or another type of business owner listening to this, I hope you'll see that Canva, Adobe, and any other tool that makes marketing easier for us should be considered and not dismissed. Thank you so much for tuning into the Homemakers and Business podcast. I truly do appreciate you spending your valuable time with me. If you loved today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Your feedback seriously means so much to me. If you're ready to take your brand and website to the next level or hire me as your in-house designer for a day, I'd be honored to work with you. You can explore all the details and get in touch on my website at stephanieduke.co. Also, I love connecting with listeners like you. You can find me on Instagram at stephanieduke.co for behind-the-scenes content and more practical tips have a question, suggestion, or just want to say hello, you can shoot me an email at hello at duke.co. And finally, are you a fellow homemaker in business with a story to share? I'd love to feature you on the podcast. You can apply to be a guest at stephanieduke.co forward slash podcast. All right. Until next time, friend.